Hello. And welcome to week six of Chatting Shite and Putting the World to Right. Indeed. Today we are joined, not by Corrie, but by Karen. <laughs> what? Karen Bromfield. <laughs> Why am I Karen this week? Because you've been in a very angry mood this week <laughs> with lots of companies. Yeah, but that's not my fault, is it? Well, It's the company's fault. Well. We've had a lot of, a lot of... Delays. Delays this week, haven't we? Carpet bed. Carpet bed. Slabs. Slabs. <laughs> Has anyone else been experiencing this or is it just us? I don't even think that these companies can blame it on the old COVID I anymore think either. People are blaming it for this for so the, as them. an excuse. Yeah, they are. You know, like now people are like, oh, I can't see you because yeah. of COVID. No, you just don't want to. See. I mean, to be honest, it's a great excuse. But you can. I think it is good that you have that excuse now. Like, yeah, it's right. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm this is. I'm shielding. I'm sorry that this was delayed by another seven weeks. I'm sorry that we lost your head, bird. Bird? <laughs> bird. Sorry. Yes, that's right. We are having a bed made out of birds. Sorry we lost your headboard. It's due to the coronavirus. No, you're just incompetent. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been that Karen, because like I was saying to you earlier on our walk, I usually find that if you're nice, you get further in life. Yeah, you're nice to them, and then you just moan, moan, moan to me. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, tell them. Yeah, but I feel if, when I worked in retail, if someone was an ass to me, I'd go out my way not to help them. So I feel like being nice has got us nowhere. It has got us nowhere. I only have to be an asshole. Yeah, at the bottom of the pile. Yeah. Well, tomorrow is a new day. Tomorrow, I promise to be an asshole. How does that <laughs> sound? <laughs> well, on that note, did you see what we were talking about? Nope. Because week... I was introducing you, Karen. Oh, uh, well, I'll, I should introduce you. I'd like to shut it up. Mature. Hmm. Put your teeth in. <laughs> Left them on a jumper. <laughs> Do you remember that week two? The lady in the dentures on the jumper? You don't remember that? I don't really remember last week, to be honest, let alone... Week two? Week two. Ah, oh, that's one of my favourite stories. Dentures on a jumper. <laughs> right. This is Henry, my husband. I was getting out of the car the other day and one of our neighbours shouts across to me, and I'll bet you five pounds. I don't know if that works, but um, I bet you can all guess what she said to me. She said, lawn looks good, Corey. And I thought, well, it's got nothing to do with me, but I'll pass on the message. Lawn man. Lawn man strikes again. In fact, you're pretty sure that she wants me to mow their lawn. No, she gave me a very unsubtle hint that her son... <laughs> Frank oh, is not impressed. Her son who lives with them normally mows the lawn. He's not very well at the moment. And she's not very well, so she doesn't mow the lawn. So basically, you're just being a bastard because you've not been able to law- mow their <laughs> poor, ill people's lawns. But she did kind of say it, like, oh, it's gone so long. And I didn't want to offer your services because I thought, well, if you come home and I'll say, oh, I've offered your services to <laughs> across the road, you'd probably be like, oh, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, love. <laughs> but I've told you, and obviously it's up to you whether you want to go and... Mow the lawn or not? Thanks, I appreciate that. Well, there you go. I didn't say yes, didn't say no. I just went, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> and then I quickly made my way inside. But yeah, there we go. Frank, why must you sleep? He always sleeps right so loudly, doesn't he? Like, normally, he like doesn't make a noise. And then we record the podcast and he's like, <gasps> Darth Vader. But anyways, this week, we were talking about renting. Um, so... I've got a couple of stories about nightmare landlords and dodgy flats. So yeah, that kind of genre, isn't it, really? Mm. So. Mm. So. So. You should have just called the podcast. So. 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 <laughs> so, three dots. Our first experience of renting, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, was... I'll, I'll put it from the first flat, because we covered halls last week. Yeah, so that's that not count. really renting, no. is it? It doesn't count. So, what we did was, there'll be someone who's like, I'm going to have a shout every time I say so. <laughs> well, or, we get very drunk, so have a nice time. Or so, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't say it. Basically, our first experience of renting, we went to T4 on the beach... Oh my god! Yes, we did. And then we drove from Western Supermare mm-hmm. down to Southampton. We did, yeah. 
and we stayed at it was quite a nice one actually it was the ibis yeah it wasn't yeah. a budget one wasn't the etap it was the mid-range one yeah but i don't think it was even called that at the time oh, i really? think it was before it got ibis oh right but yeah and you were like, oh, my God, this is the best shower ever. Well, we'd been camping for, like, probably, like, two days now, maybe, in the drama queen that I was, but it felt like a lifetime. It was two nights. It was two nights, but that was enough. I couldn't wait to use the toilet. I couldn't wait to have a shower. I couldn't wait to just not be boys constantly. Um, I was cold the whole time, and I couldn't even see anything. That's because you're a dwarf. Not a dwarf. It's just really hard when you go to these concerts I with even, short people. I even built you a sand pile to stand on. Well, it didn't fucking work. I still couldn't see end ups. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I think that's who was playing in GLS. I don't know. Was it, I couldn't was, tell you That was else. the year when Jedward fell off the stage, wasn't it? Was it? Or was that the year before? I wouldn't know. I was too bloody sure. <laughs> Our neighbours, Jedward. But yeah, we went to go look at flats then, didn't we? Yeah. And we looked around our first flat. How many did we look around? I want to say. One. One or two? I want to say two. We, no, we definitely looked around more than one. Yeah. Because we didn't just go for the one that we saw, did oh, we? Oh, right, okay. Because do you remember there was that teeny tiny one, which was like a cupboard? No, I don't remember that. Was uh, it up more like um, but, above, ocean? Like the, above the co-op. What's called? Oh, no, I no, it was above that. the co-op. Was it? Yeah. Oh. And you walked in, and then like the bedroom was one room. Yeah. And then there was a kitchen, and that was oh, like it. Oh, right. I feel like we looked at one down... A bit further down the front. I can't remember what the... What, what was Banana Wharf? That place called the no, Marina. No, there's no way we looked in there. No, not around there. I feel like on the way there. Ocean I feel Village? Like we, Ocean Village. I feel like we looked at one Ocean Village and we were really disappointed. We were like, oh, this is a shithole. Unless I'm making that up. I don't think we did. Maybe I'm made, Maybe it was Not a dream. in the first year. Maybe it was a dream. But we looked around... Oh, no one cares about shit, do they? What we looked around, what we didn't look around... But we looked, we looked at ours, no, didn't we? No, shut up. <laughs> this is a backstory. Right, come on in, hurry up then. Well, I would if you stopped interrupting <laughs> me all the fucking time. <laughs> Jeez, bloody Karen, go away. Right, come on in, no, old man. No, You don't want to hear it? I do want to hear it. What's your backstory? What's it leading to? The fact that <laughs> we went to look at the flat, yeah. then we sat in the park and yeah. went, should we do this? Yeah. And it took us like five minutes and yeah. then we just went for it. Yeah. I thought it was a good decision. Oh, was that I... story not not, too, not long enough for you? Well, I'm just saying. Was it really that long that you had to make such a <laughs> song and dance about <laughs> me not saying it? I didn't know where it was going. It seemed like it was going off on a tangent. It wasn't. Okay. It was going into the renting okay. concept. Right. Well, we rented the first flat, didn't we? Yeah. And I really like that flat. Did you like it? It was okay. It was all right, wasn't it? That flat came furnished. It did. A very stiff sofa. Do you remember? It was it was quite a stiff leather sofa. It was quite small and yeah. spun, like springy. Yeah. And I don't feel like you could ever really get comfortable. You really, it. it wasn't really like a napping sofa. It like pushed you off. Yeah. It was that springy. Yeah. But it did the job, didn't yeah. it? I feel like it was absolutely fine. Didn't it get a come of a bed as well? It had a bed. And it had a sofa. Yeah. That's what they class as furnished. Furnished. But that, they're the two biggest items. So. And it had that weird microwave oven. Oh, yeah. That you enjoyed the pasta baking. Which is like a... Was it a convection Conven- oven? Yeah, it was. A convection microwave oven. Mm. And it, like, made pasta bake really crispy, but also bits of it were, like, really, like... It was such a weird oven. Yeah. You couldn't cook much in it. But hey-ho. We survived. It was good. So was that the flat with the red pen, or was that yes. the second no, flat? That, that was the first flat. So when we left said flat, left it absolutely spotless, lived in there for a year, was it? Uh, we lived in there for just under a year, mm. I think. Yeah. Because we moved in in late August. Right, okay. And we must have moved in June. Yeah. I guess that probably would make sense, wouldn't it? Um, and they tried to charge us... Everything. 60 quid some red pen on the intercom no so what it was was there was a list wasn't there yeah and then we moved out of here mm-hmm. we said to him we've we're moved. done now yeah let us know once you've had an inspection and when we went to expect our deposit back and they didn't go back they didn't go around for like a week and a half and then they tried to say there's dust Dust on the skirting boards. So that was, we learned that you should always do take, the, first of all, take photos. Of everything. And if you can, do the inspection with them, because then they can't make shit up. I don't think they were expecting Karen to phone up and be like, excuse me, 
I've never, ever in my life owned a red pen. So I don't know how red pen could get on the in- intercom phone at all because... Well, that, it's true. We'd never had a red pen, had we? <laughs> red pen is not exactly the kind of pen that had been in my pencil case. So I did um, protest it all and we got our full deposit back. So the moral of the story was that Karen won that round. Was our Michael Ball landlord the second flat or the first flat? The first flat. Because we, Ball. our landlord was called Michael Ball, and we were like, "Is it the Michael Ball, it or is it another Michael Ball?" No. How you, how do you know? Like how how do you know it was him, not him? I think he lived in Scotland. Oh okay. And does Michael Ball not? Well, no, because he's a, a thingy, isn't he? Worldwide superstar. Is he always the one singing like the show tunes? Yeah. Yeah. At Christmas. Yep. No, well, there you go. I think he was the one who sang that song with, uh, what's her name? Susan Boyle? Oh, right. Maybe. Yeah. Did he? Did he? Oh, no, he covered. He's got a pal. Is his pal Alfie Bow? And didn't they release, like, so. duets at Christmas? Yeah. Or something? They were always on, like, ITV. Anyways. Uh, second flat. We used to rent a car parking space off a man called Mark. I feel like if we talked about Mark, or did I cut him out? I can't remember. I don't listen to him. No, it's very rude. I always think, oh, that was a great story, and then I'm told by someone that's not made it. Well, sorry. Left on the edit room floor. Cutthroat life of podcast editing, I'm afraid. But yeah, we used to rent a car parking space from old Mark. He wasn't old. He was an old, he was very young, he was probably younger than us. So basically, the first flat we had, had a car park in space. Mm. Um, underground car park. Oh yeah. And the car got broken into there. Oh, that was exciting. Well, no, it wasn't, uh, it it wasn't was exciting. exciting. I had to pay for a new window. Well, do you remember though, the police come around with the forensic dust? Yeah, dust is, covered everything in like... For me- six years. Metallic dust. Yeah, but... <laughs> then we thought that we'd have the sat-nav stolen, so we said, yeah, oh, sat-nav... I think the only thing that was in there was the sat-nav. sat-nav. Then they were like, can you get the serial number for it? And if you can, let us know. Yeah. And then it turned out it was in a box of other stuff, which we found six months later. <laughs> so what had happened? Someone <laughs> broken in there. <laughs> Henry's car. <laughs> they'd made such a mess, hadn't they? Yeah, they, and they didn't they'd steal. gone into the back, gone into the they front. They hadn't stolen a single thing. <laughs> And, I mean, there were some amazing things. Five's Greatest Hits. That was covered in fingerprint Five's dust. Five's Greatest Hits. I can't believe they left that. No. There was even a Cineworld voucher. I mean, I would have nabbed that. Yeah. That's that's a night out. Five's yeah. Greatest Hits and a Cineworld voucher. I'd had some makeup bags from Christmas, because I think we just got back from Christmas. Yeah, that was literally when it was. The unloading week, the car. It was the week between Christmas and New Year. Yeah. There wasn't anything on display there. No. They just... It was obviously cheeky buggers. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember laughing that they hadn't actually stolen anything. Yeah, I can't believe they hadn't stolen Five's Greatest Hits. But do you know what? So that Christmas, my friend had got me a little bunch of worry dolls. And what they are is these little things. And apparently you tell them your worries and they kind of absorb the worries. And you kind of put them in their bag and they do their magical powers. You'd gone down to the car to check something. I thought, oh, I'm going to use my worry dolls. I think I was a bit stressed about going back to uni. So I was like, you know, saying to my worry dolls, like, oh, You're blah, such blah. a loser. <laughs> you came upstairs like, shit, the car's been broken into. I was like, well, I'm not using them again. <laughs> I think I didn't even notice the car had been broken into until I like opened quite the door. A lot of glass, though. Yeah, there was loads, but I because it was a passenger side window, oh, right. I hadn't even noticed, and yeah. I was like, "This is strange," and I was mm. like, "Oh fuck!" Bastards, mm. absolute bastards. But anyway, that was the first flat, and yeah. then the second flat was in the same complex, but it didn't come with a car parking space. No. So do you remember we rented one for like a week or two yeah. weeks, yeah. maybe even a month, yeah. and it was like half a mile away. Yeah. So we'd have to like. Get into the car park underneath, mm-hmm. unload all the shopping, and then and then I'd have to drive the car yeah. half a mile down uh, the road and then stroll back to the that flat. That was such a stress, and it was such a dodgy car park as well, wasn't it? It was literally just like a, a yard. Lot. It was horrendous. But then we managed to rent a car parking space from Mark. where we lived from Mark because he had a car parking space but no car. And then he just texts you every month, saying, "Hi, Corrie. <laughs> the uh, car parking 
Money is due. Then I'd go and post an envelope full of cash. <laughs> go down our lift. Yeah. Across the car park, mm-hmm. into another lift, mm-hmm. up to it, post some money. He, he had a box. fancy two bed. Wow. He was in the two beds. It's because he was renting out all of his car, car parking, parking spaces. spaces. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was the second flat. Um, I feel like we were there for quite a while. We were good there for probably about almost two years, I reckon. Because we moved in there and we were still at uni. Yeah. Because that's and where I wrote my we dissertation. Moved out when and then you were, you were still working Lebanon's. at Debenhams. Yeah. Lebanon. Yeah. Lebanon's. I think we were there about two years. Lebanon's. 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 Anyways. And then, yeah. moving from there to the other one the was when we got the man in the van. We did get the man in the hired van. Hired a man in the van. We did have to hire a man in the van. He stunk a smoke. And I had to, like, s- sofa surf <laughs> from in our house bag. to the other one, holding on to the sofa. TV and other bits <laughs> so that they didn't fall over. Definitely not legit. No, definitely not. Where did they, where did they even find him? Like Gumtree or something? Yeah, I think so. It was just, yeah. like, man, man in the van. Man in the van. Yeah. Oh, well, he did the job. Yeah. Did what we needed. Was that when we got that other... Do you remember that other one? That, that other service that brought that was sofa from Dad's down. sofa. So that was when ah, we moved into the second, second flat. Because that was that was like a man in a van. Was that part furnished then? Because it had a bed. Yeah, I think we needed a sofa, and Dad gave us his old one. But we had to work out how to get it from yeah there to where we were. But we we did it. They moved into our house, didn't we? Yeah. And I feel like that's when the well, no, I think. We were great tenants, yeah. even in that little flat, yeah. that second flat, because, like, the toilet broke. There was also so much damp. Yeah. Mm. There was water everywhere. Yeah. We got rid of the damp and all yeah. that sort of stuff. We said, they said, oh, we'll get you, because they did an annual check, didn't they? Weren't they meant to get as a humidifier? Dehumidifier, and yeah. They to, and they didn't. Did the, so we said, no. we ain't paying for the mould. Yeah. Well, we ain't paying mm. to do that again, because I'm sure we cleaned it all off, painted is, it. I don't know if you remember, I feel like we used to get ill yeah. quite a lot in that flat, and I think I even said that to them at one point, I said, we are constantly getting coughs and colds, and I think it's because the flat's so damp. And it wasn't that, wasn't that Diana? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Diana the letting agent. She was a dickhead. <laughs> Diana the dickhead. And she was like, yeah, 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 I'll get it for you, I'll get it for you. And then I think they wanted to charge us 60 quid, and we were like, well, we'll just keep getting ill. <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> Fine, I'll keep my cough. <laughs> Ooh, now, would you? <laughs> we would not, not want to cough right now. We were nasty the other day and someone coughed and I almost shit my pants. <laughs> and ran away. <laughs> oh, it's like I've said this before, but coughs are really scary. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah. So, yeah, so like the carpet, we got a carpet cleaner. We did indeed. To repair yeah. for the toilet which broke. We also exactly. repaired the toilet. Mm-hmm. And we got nothing for it. Well, it's just, just, and she always used to like give us hardly any notice for letting like people come and view, and I used to tear a new asshole over that. <laughs> <laughs> I was always really shitty with her. Um, but yeah, then the house. I didn't really the house. I feel like we did a lot of stuff. Yeah, we did. Like, we didn't bloody appreciate. Painted the it. fence. Yeah, we did. Painted all the walls. You did loads of work on the lawn, if I remember correctly, because that lawn was terrible. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Frank did ruin it, but I think you did Frank try your best. It. I reseeded it. Didn't about you six replace times. carpet or floor? Yeah, because Frank ate Frankie, the carpet. Yeah, yeah. Um, we painted the whole house before we left. Yeah. I don't know whether to start at the beginning or whether we start with what my most mortifying day of my life was, or will we leave that because that was when we left that house. Well, it's up to you. I don't know if we should... I don't really have many stories, but I'm sure when you say something, something may spring to mind. Well, I've got three stories from that house. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to start with what I think is the most shocking one. The dead ex-tenant. Yep. (laughs) Thing is, I feel really bad because at the end of the day, she is someone's family member. Mm. But, so basically, we looked around the house and she was there, wasn't she? And she was very distinctive. Because she had a lot of facial piercings that you don't normally see. Does that make sense? No, it probably doesn't, does it? But she had a lot of facial piercings. So I just remember that I remembered her. Tattoos, piercings. So, like, you know. It was a memorable face. She had a memorable face, so I remembered her. Anyways, we'd moved into our house. And we'd probably been living there for about three weeks. And I was on the Daily Echo website, as you are, probably seeing, like, how many rapes have been in the parks. That's usually what they always put on the Daily Echo. And this, it was like, oh, 
town shocked as young mum's been murdered and it was a picture of her and I was like oh my god what has happened and it's a really tragic story she was murdered by her friend and he like wrapped her up in cables which is just horrific but yeah I was like oh my god and then I was a bit scared thinking is the house something to do with it you know what's gone on but I think it was just she had a dodgy friend but yeah I couldn't believe it that she lived in our house like a couple of weeks previously and then she was dead so this kind of leads me on to the next story wasn't that juicy a story when I actually told it out loud was it no, but I feel like this next story leads into it. So then we'd been living in a house for a good year, maybe even a bit longer. No, there's a story before that, because then you looked her up on Facebook yeah. to see whether it was the same person. Yeah. And there was pictures of her in the house with, like, dogs and... Rats. Yeah. Do you remember she had rats? Loads of animals. Yeah. So we... Thought presu- that meant... Oh, and we said to the letting agent before... Yeah, can we get a can dog? Can we get a dog? And they were yeah. like, yeah, it'd be all right. I mean, to be fair, we should have checked with the landlord, but yeah. that's on us. But we checked with the letting agent. Yeah, so, and they said yes. So we went and heard and, and I got was Frank. like, well, she got rats. So then I was walking out one day with yeah. Frank taking on his walk, bumped into our landlord, and uh, he was like, oh, you've, you've got, got a, a dog. dog. And we were like, uh, yeah. Please don't kick his ad. So that was a traumatic couple of days waiting for his response whilst he talked to his business partner. Uh, do you think there even was a bloody business partner? Yeah, I think there was. But anyway, he um, let us stay. Yeah, because I said to him, oh, well, we did ask the letting agent. And yeah. And it was fine. And he was like, oh, I'm not sure. Well, we'll uh, we might have to do more inspections or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. Two weeks later, Frank ate the carpet. I had to run around all the carpet shops in Southampton <laughs> just to get an offcut <laughs> of a similar colour. Oh. Uh, I managed to... Like, Frank doesn't... He hasn't really normally... Destroy. That's the one, that's, I think that's the one thing he's thing ever done. He ever did. Which is just typical, isn't yeah. it? But um, we had this really weird, like, eco-boiler heating It's a ground system, source heat pump. And it broke, didn't it? Yeah. In the Electric dead of boiler. winter. Yeah. I think it was December, and it, it just broke. It was November. Oh, it was November. Because it was running into Vlogmas. Right, okay, yes. But it was broke for a good... Oh, my God, how many? Two weeks. Two, three weeks? I feel like it might have been long... I don't no, know, it, it felt longer. longer. So we had... Did we have hot water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was minimal, wasn't it, hot mm. water? Like, you could only use it for, like, a couple of minutes, so it was really, really quick showers, and we had no heating. So, I mean, it was only a small house, but, yeah, we had no heating. I think I would go round with, like, a duvet on me and, like, just loads and loads of layers. Anyways, it was such a faff. And the landlord ended up being... Yeah, but we texted him. Yeah. Or phoned him, and he was like, sorry, I can't deal with this right now. Mm. I'm skiing. Yeah, I'm skiing in Aspen. Was it Aspen? Or the Alps. Is that in America? Yeah, and we were like, great, we've got no hot water or heating, but you know. <laughs> but then it just seemed to take forever, and they couldn't work out what it was. because there was, like, one engineer who yeah. knew how to work on this boiler slash system. And... The landlord was basically come around every single day. And then, yeah, then it led on to Vlogmas. So I was daily vlogging at the time. And I don't even know how it happened. I can't remember whether we mentioned it or whether he literally found it. Because he found out about the vlogs, didn't he? And I was saying in the vlogs, like, oh, we've got no heating. It's, you know, we don't really know what's going on. Because obviously I was daily vlogging. So it was very hard to not keep, you know, keep it out when everything was going on. And the next day, he was like, uh, don't say anything bad about me. And I was thinking, well, bloody get our heating fixed. And I won't say anything bad about you. And I think it did get fixed pretty I think they put sharpish. a new system in. Yeah. It must have cost a fortune. Yeah. But what a shit system. But yeah. But we said to him, because we'd never really had any face-to-face interaction with him up until that point. Like, I think I'd spoke to him on the phone a couple of times. And he was quite a nice man, to be fair, wasn't he? Mm. Um, and we said to him, like, oh, my God, did you hear that the ex-tenant was murdered? And he was like, yeah, that's what happened when you don't pay your rent. And we were like, what? And he was like, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. But, yeah, apparently he did have to kick her out because she didn't pay her rent for, like, three months or something. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Crazy times. Crazy times. And then my final story is uh, the most mortifying day of my life. Which is where we had, like, the most stressful time moving out of that house, didn't we? We hired... Well, my dad drove that massive van down. Yeah. 
So stock filled that up basically mm-hmm. to the rafters with a whole house of stuff. I don't yeah. know how we had so much stuff. I don't know honest. how we had how much so much stuff. We then like slept on the floor. Yeah. Did we have like an air bed or something yeah. like that? And then we filled up the car literally to once the, again to, to the, the top, brim. so full that Frank had to sit at your feet in yeah, the front. That's not good. All the way from that Southampton was, to Shrewsbury. And that was just crazy. So I'd learnt my lesson from doing the inspections that you have to be there. So he came round with his pal to do the inspection and we'd worked, I'm not even joking, I think we'd worked... Three days. For three days, literally from Not like, just like three days, like literally from eight o'clock in the morning. I'm not, I think it was like seven o'clock, I think it was even earlier than that. We'd literally worked from like seven o'clock in the morning till midnight every it single wasn't day. midnight. Painting. But it was till like ten-ish. Painting, cleaning, the place was immaculate. It was even better than what we'd found it, wasn't it? <laughs> and he was such a dickhead about things. Like, I remember he was putting his finger in the cupboards and he was like, Corey, the place is dirty. And I tell you what, I was tired, I was stressed, and I was just like a rocket and I just went off on one at him. I think the problem was the new tenants were basically moving in that afternoon. Yeah, so it, was, it like, just felt so stressful. I was like, well... Uh, didn't they turn up? Yeah, they did. And we, we were, were like, still loading the car and the new on. tenants literally yeah. rocked up. And you're just like, well, surely you could have just given it a day or two. Yeah. You know, they don't have to move in that bloody second. Yeah. So, yeah, so I went off at him and I think I ended up crying, which is really embarrassing. But, you know, when you're just tired and you're just stressed. Anyways, I... <laughs> he was like, well, again, it was like a leave it with me kind of thing. So I went to find you because you were walking Frank. And then I came back. And um, I saw him in the street and he was like, look, you know, I think I kind of overreacted a little bit. You know, the place is fine. He was like, I'm going to have to charge you a small cleaning fee, though, because I am not satisfied. And I was a bit like, just pick your battles, Corey, <laughs> just whatever. So I was like, fine. And he ended up like giving me a hug. <laughs> and he was like, you have a really good tenants. And I was like, thanks. And then I think he called us like when we were on the drive back saying like, oh, I'm only going to charge you like 20 quid. Um, and I was like, OK, I mean, it shouldn't even have been that, but whatever. To be fair, he was good at sorting out our deposit afterwards. Yeah, it was like really the, quick. The company he went through was a nightmare, but yeah. he did yeah. everything that he needed to. But it was just mortifying. It was just, uh Crying in front of your landlord was never a good look. In the middle of a street. In the middle of a street, and him having to give you a hug. <laughs> uh, fun times, fun times. Right, so, <laughs> shall we do our stories? Yeah. I lived in this gorgeous one-bed flat in London with my boyfriend when we first graduated. On move-in day, we get there, and it turns out that it doesn't have an agent or anything. It's just the landlord who manages it herself. It was filthy when we moved in, so we all set to work cleaning it, and after complaining to the landlord, who just said, well, I thought it was fine, that was the first red flag. But then the kicker. It had these really old sash windows, and one was stuck. Basically, it was broken, and we couldn't shut it at all. It was absolutely freezing and outside the window was a flat roof, so it was basically a massive security risk. I called the landlord and said she needed to fix it. She came over, she got a quote, but it was really pricey. So rather than just fix it, she just nailed the bedroom window shut. We spent two years in a bedroom with a window that wouldn't open on the first floor. Turns out afterwards, it was illegal to do that. Also... Way down the line, when we had to register for a mortgage and do our address history, it turns out that the property had been illegally converted into a flat and we had to spend a fortune in lawyer's fees to prove that we didn't know. Uh, <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, she sound, that landlord sounds like a joy. I love how she's just like, I've just got to nail the window shut. I, I feel like that's a lot of, like, dodgy landlords. Oh, eh? yeah. Rather than pay to get the job done, they'll just nail a window and then having to prove legally subletting it and then I can't believe that like they had to prove that they didn't know I get, how, how can you even prove that you didn't know something I know can you like is there maybe like records or something perhaps well, you, I don't know it's like he says she says though isn't it because it is, it's like yeah. she could. they could say oh well we didn't know and then yeah. someone else could say well I told you once and you're like well that never happened and it's like how do you document or I guess they just have to be I mean if we've watched enough legal programmes it'd need to talk about the evidence wouldn't it rather than he said she said she said she said I was like Sally Sal she said on the she said we had sort of a drug den on the bottom floor when we rented a place a couple of years ago oh wow we were the top floor and the tenant who was the drug person 
different person. (laughs) Made lots of copies of her keys. And then they'd come in at all hours, knock on our inner doors and be passed out in the communal hallways. We were told by the police not to let anyone in our building. The tenant would often ring the doorbell and say he or she forgot her keys or her friends would come over to stay and say that they were there to see her. Um, and then people would climb the neighbours' garden fences and roofs to access the bottom flat, <gasps> who had a garden back door. We later found out that she's now in prison. Oh, wow. Oh. I mean, why do they keep knocking the door if they had all the keys made? Well, I guess they then changed the locks because of Things. it being an issue. Wow. I suppose if they're on drugs, you know, they have lost the keys as well. I guess so, yeah. I guess first priority. Well, I mean, I've never been on drugs, so one can't... One can't tell. But I can imagine if you're on drugs. That lamp's really... Is that lamp wonky? Well, yeah, it's not. It's yeah. just leaning against the wall. It's like the leaning tower of Pisa. Um, I imagine if one was on drugs, your first priority probably wouldn't be a key to the drug den, would it? No. No, that's not good, is it? I mean, great if you love drugs. <laughs> I love drug person. <laughs> Me and my then fiance, now husband, were renting a house. It was only for a few months and we had a very interesting landlord. I don't think he could quite let go of the fact that someone was living in his house and I'd quite often come home from work and he would have let himself into the house and would be upstairs hoovering. Yeah. I once came home and he'd clean the whole bathroom including empty in the bin. I'd come home to him before cleaning the oven. I would just like to point out as well that me and my husband are not dirty people, (laughs) but he was just extremely obsessive. I've never encountered anything like it and I didn't even know what to say to him. Get the fuck out of my house. Safe to say we were only there for six months before we got out. (laughs) You're a landlord, not the tenant? Oh, that's weird. Imagine coming home and he's just like, oh yeah, I've just done the hoovering. (sighs) Just cleaned the bathroom. Can't believe you left those skid marks. (laughs) You won't be able to, like leave anything in your house ever though would you that's an invasion of your privacy isn't yeah. it because i don't know if you remember there was a couple of times i think it was like when i was walking frank um when the whole boiler debacle was going on i'd come home and i hadn't even realized that the landlord was coming around that day and i w- remember one time i walked in and he was in there just making a cup of tea and i was like oh you're right <laughs> you you having a nice time there are you you didn't even bloody let us know but yeah that's that's very strange isn't it um, it, it feels strange but like there's another story here saying that um their landlord um of their student house mm. was way too involved in their lives oh. um it was his parents's house that he grew up in and inherited it and inherited when they died so he this girl this lady thinks that he had trouble letting go Mm, that's um, quite sad. He once brought his wife and kids round <gasps> to meet them all. Oh. Um, he'd pop in unannounced for cups of tea and one time turned up asking to use a loo because he was in the area and needed to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's quite sad, isn't it? I feel like he seems harmless. Yeah. But is but it a bit like, time, why are you renting out these places if you don't think you can like just live in it? If you've got like, an emotional connection, connection to it and you yeah. can't get rid of it, then yeah, you should either move into it yeah. or something or, like that. Or you just sell it so that you kind of take out that option. option. Oh, that's sad. just popping in to be like, I just need the loo. I hope the parents didn't die in the house and were like ghosts. Ooh. You and your blimmin' ghosts. Um, My friend Abby was saying... That her favourite podcasts are like ghost stories and murder podcasts. So she said that our podcast is like the complete opposite and she'd like us to do ghost stories one week so that the two worlds combine. ASMR, Henry might have to come back. <laughs> what, is that what ghosts do? Boo. 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 Henry doesn't agree in ghosts. Agreeing? Believe? Yeah, believe. But I said it's just because he's never encountered one and I'm sure that if you encountered one... The thing is, the weirdest thing is, is that I felt a lot of spiritual presence at that bungalow we lived in at Yunnan's. Bollocks. It's not bollocks. And then you told me, thankfully, months and months later, your granddad actually died in our bedroom. No, he didn't. Do you not? No. Was it the second bedroom? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, because that was the room that felt the most... I did feel the most presence in there. Bollocks. It's not Bollocks. Back me up here, people. Do you think ghosts are real or fake? I think they're real. Back, back to reality. Back to the... Back to real world. 
Our landlord employs a tradesman who often comes round to our flat to fix things. He's been round on a number of occasions. Well, that's a bonus. That is a bonus. <laughs> At least you don't have to... At least you're getting stuff done. Yeah. But every time he's been round, it becomes weirder. The first day he came, he didn't even knock on the door. Bloody tradesmen. Bloody tradesmen. Who they think they are? My flatmates and I, all girls, were sat in our pyjamas on a Sunday morning. He just walked into the room shouting, All right, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> he spoke to us for one hour before we even started any of his jobs. Oh, he's a chatter. He's a chatty cappy. Another time he came round and told us his whole life story, including how the time he'd spent in prison had really helped yeah. him. And he even got one of the girls to do some role play with him. Mm. <laughs> do you think that's a role play of prison? Mm. How he got into prison? Or do you think a different role play? Who knows? Um, and then there was a third time when he literally just came in for a cup of tea and then left again. <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe he's just a bit lonely. Lonely tradesman. Bit weird, though. You don't need it, do you? No. You don't need someone coming in on a mouse on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Are you? And doing a role play. But, uh, can you imagine how awkward that would be? You'd probably like, right, you get up, you get up. I'm gonna, I'll be the prison warden. You pretend but, to be me, okay? <laughs> here's my truncheon. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But I feel like people don't do enough role plays in life, do they? <laughs> that used to be the worst thing of, like... <gasps> Drama. Work events. Mm. Like... Uh, uh, one of those like training days or whatever, and it'd be like, okay, can you now role play a difficult conversation? Oh, like it Flanders. And you'd have to like script out what you wanted to say oh, to no. this person. Oh, that sounds horrendous. Yeah. Do you, I feel like we, me, and you've spoken about this before, but not on the podcast. Do you remember that day that you'd go to his kids, and I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a day about learn about different things. And there was like a, I remember it was in a big warehouse and you learned about like drugs. You did first aid. Crucial crew. Crucial crew. Was that what it was? I never went. Oh my God, it was the best day of my life. This is a school trip, by a the way. A school trip, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not explaining <laughs> this very well. So it was like a school trip and you kind of learn about, I think you did it in year six. Yeah. You learned about like, I guess, different I think it was dangers? Crucial Crew and you got a t-shirt. Yeah. But I, I, we, they you stopped go. it the year before us. Oh, a couple no. of years before. We Yeah, we went. In... Um, replacement of going like away oh. I think for like to Broadhaven we went which is oh, in, right. in Wales we went to Arthur but I didn't go standard yeah. but anyways I remember we had to do a role play in this fake disco which was honestly so freaking cool like you know you're 10 11 coolest thing ever it was a fake disco <laughs> and you had to get into partners there was no music it was just oh. the lies you had to get into partners and do role play if one of you was at the disco and the other one of you was trying to sell you drugs. And you'd have to, you know, be like, right, you don't want the drugs. Were you trying to sell candy sticks to each other? Yeah. You'd be like, hey, look at this, it looks like I'm smoking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those little white candy sticks. Did you Which came that? in like a pack of eight. Oh, and you felt the beast. Yeah, your mum gave me a load. Did you? Spider-Man ones, I'm sure oh, one of the Christmases. I love them. But yeah, you felt so fucking cool, didn't you? And then you think, smoking's not cool. Do you remember, were they called sherbet sticks? So the plastic stick with the powder... That was licorice sherbet. No. And they were like neon coloured and you get them in the pick and mix. Do you remember them? They were really cool. And like they go all soggy when you're trying to like get them out. But I'm pretty sure I didn't even know. I should. don't think I should probably be saying this. But like sometimes me and my friends would like snort them. <laughs> Snorting sherbet, wow. You know when you just be like, oh look, we're taking drugs. You mean the dip dabs? No, no. The um, ones which were like three packets. You I'm, two I'm, different I'm going to Google them so you can. I think you'll know what the I mean. The sherbet straws. Yeah, I think that's what they're. And they called. were plastic, and they were like one p, and they were like green, yes, pink, this, this orange. Yes, this is them. Yeah, this is the them. Sherbet straws. Dust straws. Sherbet straws. Those. Do yeah. you remember them? Yeah. 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 And it was just like pure sugar. <gasps> Do you remember these? This is called a mega rainbow dust straw. That's fifteen p. Yeah. That would have taken up all my allowance. Yeah, and like you'd try and do it all in one go, and oh. you'd see all the colour come down, if that makes sense. And then you'd be like, like that. Yeah. You, you know, you've got, you've got to get on to Sam. Sam, give us some dust. Oh, uh, yeah, I need to say to Sam. Can at you, Treatbox. At Treatbox. Can treatbox you with all the X's. Introduce these so I can snort them again. <laughs> I would not snort them as a 29 year old. I've learned, I've learned my lesson. Can I snort some sherbet? <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about them. What a throwback Thursday. <laughs> Oh, I used to love them, though. They were my favourite things. 
apparently. Back to back to real life. Oh, back to renting. Back to renting. Back to the subject. The landlord of this one property mm-hmm. made this lady, girl, female, female, females, um, clean the Hoover. What mm. was it? A furnished Hoover then? Uh, she, she would take it apart mm-hmm. um, and check it monthly. <gasps> What? A monthly Hoover inspection? Well, a monthly check on the flat, which included taking apart the, the Hoover, Hoover and checking the Hoover. Oh my God, was her landlord Kim and Aggie? The same place I rented with a girl. Mm-hmm. I found it on Gumtree, so she was a stranger. <laughs> After a while of, of staying there, she told me I had, had broken the sieve. It was her sieve. <laughs> <laughs> How could one break a sieve? Um, then she continued to tell, tell me she didn't like her boyfriend. Uh, so he was not allowed around anymore. Oh my god, he sounds like Sheldon Cooper. Yeah. That's hilarious. You've broken your own sieve and I don't like your boyfriend. <laughs> uh. I'm, I'm still not over the monthly inspections and having to take apart the hoover. You're still not over something that I told you 20 seconds ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine if it was something really crucial. <laughs> crucial crew. I think I would have just bought my own hoover so that that hoover never got used. That's a good shout and then you just wouldn't have to yeah, worry about if it. If it was that intense of a, mm. a check, what mm. else would you check? And I don't know, was it her Hoover or was it the house Hoover? Why Why was there a, a communal Hoover? That just sounds horrendous. Well, not if, it, you, not if it was only a shared flat. Did you have a communal Hoover at Halls? Because I'm remembering yeah, we had a communal Hoover yeah. and it was shit. It was a pneumatic. We had a Henry and yeah, it, it didn't suck up anything. Right. Wait. <laughs> So I'd like drag it upstairs, like hoover my room, and I just remember what? being. You didn't have one per flat. No, I think we had like a cleaning cupboard. Oh, okay. Like so many on yeah. throughout the flat, and then you'd have to go in. Yeah, we didn't have one per flat. But yeah, it was a bloody nightmare. Oh, I love hoovering now though. Yeah. I'm very excited. <laughs> so sad when we got our new carpet do you think we'll be able to put stripes in it this is what I'm saying I really hope we're able to put stripes I'm going to be honestly devastated if we can't put stripes I love a carpet stripe how ironic well I know you put stripes in the lawn I'll be putting stripes in the carpet put stripes in the lawn and you give zero fucks I do give fucks (laughs) (laughs) old thingy across the road gives fucks yeah 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 my lawn's better than his well it's because he's ill you oh, and hers, hers. No, yeah. I was talking about Alan. All right, so Alan News of the Week. I've saved it. I've not even told Henry I'm saving it for the podcast. I was a bit panicky because I thought, I've started this new segment and he's not done anything. We've not seen him. It's not really been the weather. I've only mown the lawn like once this week. I mean, he's been out every single day. But then today he's, yeah, different times he's to delivered me. on Facebook and I was like, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Right, so on the Facebook page, there's been a lot of chat recently about our infamous ice cream man. Oh, the drug dealer. The drug dealer. So we've got an ice cream man who is is a bit strange. He comes round the village. Playing. Weird times of the day, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure he's been around at like nine nine o'clock in the morning before. Yeah, he's been around at midday, he's been around in the evening. Nine o'clock at night. Anyways, people laugh on the Facebook page because He, he tears around the village. He's like Speedy Gonzalez. And people it, have to flag him down. It's almost as if his freezer's broken in the van. <laughs> He's got these ice creams out, thrown them in the back. running everywhere. Tear, tear around yeah. the village just in exa- case, you know. That's exactly what it's like. Done his lap, got him. But people often say that they don't have time to get out because they're like, oh, the ice cream man's here. I mean, to be honest, who was buying ice cream from an ice cream man? Because they're bloody expensive. But they'll There's get their... in the freezer. <laughs> they'll get the cash out. And he's gone. He's long gone. Then there was rumours on the Facebook page that he's not actually selling ice cream, he's selling drugs. <laughs> and it's all just a massive front. And apparently we said this to your mum, didn't we, and stepdad, and they said that is a thing. Mm. And I was, I was shocked. Mortified. Shows you what a little naive person I am. Anyways... So, today's post saying, oh, Lewis is in the village, which obviously meant ice cream man. Old Alan pipes up and said, you know what? He's actually quite a nice bloke. I flagged him down the other day, not to get some ice cream, (laughs) but just to tell him that he's the talk of the village. And he said he found it really amusing. (laughs) Right. 
what are you doing, Alan? Why are you flagging down a man who's already his freezers on? <laughs> his freezer's not working. He needs to get home before all the ice cream bloody melts. And you're being like, oh, you're talking the village. Right, so there is that. So he was singing his praises. As if, have you seen those videos where someone flags down the bus <laughs> just to do their shoelace up? Yeah. That's right. So that puts so a ice cream man thought he was even going to sell some drugs or some ice cream. And Alan's like, you don't want the Facebook page? Right, so there's that. And Lewis is probably like, hey, do you want some numbing cream for them nipples? <laughs> <laughs> then today, he came round early afternoon. So he goes speeding up and he comes back round and he goes back down that way. And then all of a sudden, he does a U-turn, comes back and parks... Like, outside our house. No way. And I was like, what's going on? Like, I was a bit confused. I wondered why there was loads of bags of white powder in here when I came home. Well, tell you what. And then... (laughs) All them little pills. Alan, I didn't even need to get you to look on the CCTV. Alan filled us in on Facebook. He commented on his earlier comment about the ice cream man being a decent man and said, I've actually changed my mind. Are you joking? I took a photo of him to put on the Facebook page as a joke. He caught me, turned round, and gave me a bollocking. Yep. <laughs> so that was why he was out. He'd done like a complete 180 and came back on himself. And um, then Alan posted said picture and it had a lady in it. And he said, Don't worry, I did ask the lady for her permission. And she said it was fine. What time is this? Um, well, oh, I don't know, I don't think it will be the time that you put it on Facebook. No, no, early afternoon. Yeah, I think it was afternoon time. Let me see if I, it might, let me see if it's on, what time it was on the Facebook page, because you might have put it on, like, a re- the same kind of time. But I don't know if he's, he's joking. Do you know what I mean? Was it before or after the, they tarmacked? Oh my God, listen to this, there's more, there's more. It's going off. Oh my God, okay, right. So... He posted this three hours ago, so that was like six. Okay, right. I take that back. I took a photo of him going down the street. He reversed, got out, and bollocked the the daylights out of me. Mm -hmm. Laughing face. Thanks to the lady in the photo. She did give me her permission to post the photo. Someone put, oh, no, is that why he was reversing back? That's what I thought. He said, yep, didn't like me taking a photo. He went ballistic. But I'm a big boy, a bit old, though. Perhaps he's a bit dodgy, which would explain why he drives so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, please tell me we've got this on the CCTV. Because I, I thought he was joking, but it sounds like he honestly did go mad at him, which makes me think he is a drug dealer. Was it? Like I say, was it, it? Maybe it was about. Well, you weren't home, were you? Well, no. So maybe it was about four p.m. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I feel like we can always rely on Alan to do something. That this has all happened today. Left at last. Left it like late, we, but... We're recording the podcast like about two, three days later than what we normally do, and it's like he was waiting for us. <laughs> he waited to give us a good bit of tidbit. Unbelievable. Can you believe that? He was pissed. He's probably pissed off because he had his time wasted. Who? Alan. No, the ice cream man. Oh, Lewis. Yeah. Well, I definitely think he's dodgy now, don't you? Why oh. is he getting so cagey about a photo? So next week's topic, we're going to go for a slightly different approach. approach, And we are going to be discussing pet peeves. And ideally, more ridiculous pet peeves. You know, like normal pet peeves are like um, rude people. Do you know what I mean? Like a generic pet peeve. I want to know your really irrational pet peeves. (laughs) The ones that are like, I mean, I've got a lot. I feel like I really need to sit down and think about this. I want to know the stuff that annoys you, and we can all be little trolls together. Is it like the fact that someone broke our slabs? They said they'd bring it round. Coronavirus. Don't start with the bloody slabs. The thing is, the slabs are really letting down my front garden. They are. I'll tell you what, I might ring him tomorrow. I might be brave enough and ring him tomorrow. You go, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Frank is. Really okay, not so impressed. yes, we want to know your pet peeves. Ideally, the more petty the pet peeve, the absolute better. If you've got. <gasps> Go on. I've got yes. I've got it. Have you got it? Have you got it? Got it? Yes, yes, yes. I hope this doesn't let us down. I hope Alan wasn't lying. I'm going to go punch him in the piss nipple. No, he's filming. 
Ice Cream Man is filming Alan. Sharp. Yeah. Are you joking? No, no, no. <gasps> the Ice Cream Man walks across from his van. No. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, right. I need to look. I need to look. Alan's there <laughs> in, in his garden. Right. The Ice Cream Man comes across. Well, not yet. Who's going? <gasps> See, he's filming him. And he's like, yo, why are you filming me? Oh my me? god, Alan wasn't lying. No, not at all. He actually did bollock him. Yeah. 347. 347. Oh my god. Poor Alan. <laughs> Poor Alan. Oh, he won't be bothered though, will he? Unbelievable. Oh, CCTV has paid for itself with that <laughs> one bit of footage, hasn't it? Also, do you know what you'll also see on the CCTV footage today? Is me telling some cold callers that the parents aren't in. Yeah. <laughs> it was his assumption, not mine, so I just went with it. I think... Hang on, I've got the next bit. Oh, oh. Come on, load. Why have you stopped playing? Oh, it won't load. No, Wi-Fi there's down. Paul must have seen it all, though. And then off it goes. That did not look like a... It did not look friendly, did it? That did not look like Vance. Oh, my God. Well, there we go. He is 100% dodgy. Oh, yeah. Can I even say this on a podcast? Is he going to come and, like... I don't care. It's, he's a drug person. Mm-hmm. That's not the usual outfit I would have down for an ice cream man, would you? He's, no. wearing, he's wearing a bucket hat. No, it wasn't. He was wearing a baseball cap. Oh. I thought it was a bucket hat. No. Well, I wouldn't have him down. Shouldn't he be wearing little sailor costumes or something? I told you the Alan story was good, didn't I? But, like, it did not disappoint. I just can't believe it. <laughs> why would... Why would you have such a problem about that? Only Dodge people have problems with stuff like that. I just wish I had the start of the interaction. Oh, well, you kind of do. He obviously just drove round. Or yeah, he but, reversed up. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, Alan must have done it at some point. But I don't have don't Alan have standing. Oh. Like, he reversed at some speed. Because I remember thinking, oh, why has he come back? Has someone, like, really flagged him down for an ice cream or something? But no, he came to gave Alan a bollocking. Well, there you go, everybody. There you go. Unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable scenes. But anyways, we want to know your petty pet peeves. All your pet peeves. You can tell us. Um, I can't wait for Alan to tell me about the... uh... I can't wait for you to get the inside gossip. In fact, I I insist that you go over there, get us the inside gossip and come back next week. Say, hey, it's all on the Facebook page. Hey, someone said to me that that ice cream man, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to have to practice. I'm going to have to role play. We'll do a role play. (laughs) I'll be Alan. (laughs) I'll put an earring through my bra. (laughs) And we'll practice. How does that sound? Unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable scenes. It all goes on here. Poor Alan. Poor Alan. A little bit. A little bit. I feel like it was uncalled for. Yeah, it was uncalled for. He didn't deserve all that arm swagging, does he? At the end of the day, all he's doing is giving him some free free publicity. Exactly. Yeah, and he was singing his praises, saying, "What a nice man he is!" Like, yeah. Unbelievable scenes. Okay, petty pet peeves. Mm -hmm. Email us chattingshitepodcast at gmail dot com. Yes. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to know. We can't wait. We'll keep you anonymous. If they're really petty, don't worry. <laughs> we won't tell anyone. I'm going to start making a list. Yeah. I'll probably be back next week with 100. Can't wait. Because everything annoys me. Goodbye. Bye.